Well, it is famous Fresh Friday. Today we're hanging out with an incredible South African. She's a musician. She writes songs. She sings on them. She releases albums and she's conquering the world through her talent. Her name is Lady Zamar. The king. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. Thanks and yourself. Are you awake? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My well, voice is not. Well, then why is it a good morning? It's a good morning because I'm alive. <laughs> Before we even get into chatting to you and all your accolades, I mean, this thing of heartache. Yeah. Have you passed the two? I've passed the two. No, I'm you still going to. I'm pretty sure. So you so you haven't had two heartaches? No, I've had more than two. That's what I'm saying. I've this had like probably uh, like six, seven maybe. Sure. <laughs> That's why you write so many songs. The inspiration is there. It's yeah, pumping I, I, from the my heart. My heart gets broken a lot. Oh. No, but hey, we got some great music out but, of your heart being broken. And also, <laughs> uh, maybe there are a whole lot of men out there that uh, you may have kissed that have helped you along the way. Are you also, what is it, 15, 15 men? 15 men on average? Have, have I passed you? that like <laughs> a million years ago. <laughs> See, I, mean? I told you. No, I but told you. Guys, let's be honest. Like, the kissing thing is very easy. Not really, but I mean, before obviously, before you get into stuff, you know, king stuff, stuff, you know, you're like, yo, let's kiss. Because for me, it's like, first kiss, you know, it's important. I need to know whether it's nice mm. or not. Mm, mm. Yeah. So it's almost like a deal breaker, huh? Yeah, no, definitely. If you got nasty, stingray vibes, sure. no. It's thanks. a movie trailer, bruh. The kiss <laughs> is a trailer to the movie you yes. might see. And if the kiss is bad, like, why are you going to that why movie? Why are you even yeah. bothering? If the kiss is not good, we are not writing this song together. So how, how many kisses are you on, Mo? Just, uh, I mean, I you're mean, a I'm DJ. Ah, uh, Mo, every I day. Mean, day. I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, me. Uh, even me. Even every day. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, ladies and all, you have, for me, the most exciting thing. Highest airplane. Yeah. And... It's quite a big thing because the music that gets selected for radio is also part of it is what people are demanding. Yeah. And you didn't just do it once. You did it twice. <laughs> How do you feel about the fact that there is a kind of a formula you are getting right in terms of where South Africans are at with what they want to hear, but also in terms of you being yourself? Um, I think that is the formula, but at the same time, there is no real formula. Mm. Um, I've just been blessed to have been, you know, two years in a row um, highest airplay and it's not like I'm sitting around going yes play my song I think it's just people really like the music and um, I always rely on God and I pray a lot so I don't know man it's just what it is and I'm just thankful to my fans so what are you defined by and is it the same thing through time or does it change I think I'm defined by different things all the time in different circles and different places, mm. you know. Um, a lot of people define me by my music. Even when you play, like, games, like, when I'm with my friends, all the questions I get are always about music. How do you feel about... Because some people say, well, I may be a lawyer, but that doesn't define me because outside of being a lawyer, I'm actually a this or a that. So how, how do you interpret it? No, I'm an artist um, mm. in everything that I do, and I, I, I enjoy being defined by that mm. because... Um, there's no part of my being and my existence that is not artistic in some way. Mm. And I'm okay with that. You so know? even when you play 30 seconds, it's artistic? No, really. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I play to win. You so I, so I pick my people. So like, competitive. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back, I think it would be so great for us to get into your upbringing, 
Tembisa Mamelodi and what that was like and how some of those early childhood memories have shaped who you are today, some of the lessons you learned. Because, yes, Lady Zamar is this brand, the singer, but want to know... The little lady in there. The little, <laughs> the little, little old lady in there. Yeah, when we come back, chatting to Lady Zamar, hashtag Fresh Breakfast, hashtag Famous Fresh Fridays. Hashtag Fresh Breakfast. This is Fed Cook and Mahuta with Lady Zamar. Hero. She is a heroine. She's a king. She's King Zamar. She joins us for Famous Fresh Fridays this morning. I got into DJ mode because of the song. Yeah, this jam. I oh. saw you. You were looking for knobs. <laughs> and he was twisting knobs and the tongue was out. I'm and like, where, where's my monophone <laughs> headphone? Uh, now we're in the mix. Yeah, boy. <laughs> right, well, um, still to come, the slowdown zone. And of course, we chat to your favorite, Lady Zamar. Any questions? 089-110-3377. It is time for the headlines. Now, we know that she was born in Tembisa, but there, there's a hell of a, a story around uh, Pretoria. I mean, some people would expect you to be from Mamilodi, yeah. but it's not quite. You're actually no. from Pretoria East. Yeah, I'm from Pretoria West. Oh, sorry, West. Yes, yes, West. You're on the opposite side. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the confusion, is it out of the song or is it the fact that we don't uh, Google you enough? What's the story? <laughs> I think it's the song, really. Like, I just came from nowhere, according to people, you know, mm. especially onto the music scene. It was just like, boom, bam, there's this girl and she's singing a song called Mamelodi. Sure. And people just assume because of how I wrote about it, I guess. And I mean, I love Mamelodi. It's not a place that I, I, I hate in any way. I feel like one of the places in Pretoria that I put way up there in terms of cool hangout spots mm. is Mamelodi. Mm. You know. And then let's took, uh, take a look at the the setup at home. I mean, some of us as kids were always talented. Some of us were not talented as kids. Nobody knew that you would amount to anything. What was it like with you? Uh, I grew up like listening to a lot of music. Mm. Um, I was obsessed with books from the like from grade seven. I mean, grade five. I started like reading like seven hundred page books. Oh! And it was intense. I couldn't even get through <laughs> ten pages. I hated books with pictures. I hated them so much as a kid because it always felt like, why are you treating me like a baby? Mm. You know. So we 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 had this thing, and whenever my mom would give us chores in the house, I'd always find myself creating some story or singing some weird little melodies. Mm. You know. So there was always that thing where my mom always said that if you see Yummy with a book, it's it's over for you. Like she would shout at me all the time. Visitors always said. Oh my gosh, when we came to your house, the only thing your mom would shout about is that you don't do any work. All you want to do is just be with your things, you mm. know. So my parents, I think, ultimately always knew that I was artistically inclined mm. and I was going to end up somewhere in the arts. But they did not know how far and what kind of art I would be invested in. You actually were saying, you know, your parents referring to you as Yami. Somebody's asking, uh, this is Dinasha from Zimbabwe, who says, please ask Lady Zama what her name Yami Gani means. Oh, my name means praise as a command. Oh. Like praise, like telling you. So, So which high school and primary schools did you go to? So, I mean, you say that you were um, Tembisa side, where did you actually go to school? Because I think that forms also a big part of exploring ourselves artistically once yeah. we start engaging with kids our own age. Um, I went to Presa Primary School from grade one until grade seven. Um, it was intense because I was the only black kid in my, my class for the black girl in my mm. class for the longest time until grade seven. And then I went to Pajara West High for one year. Then I went to Wish Thaina 
from grade 9 till grade 11. And then we're school trainers. Yeah, so you brought. So, I brought Afrikaans. Oh, yeah. so you went to that school where they don't wear shoes? Or what? No, no, no. They do wear shoes. It's just that my sister used to tease me all the time. She's like, you guys look like trees because our, our pants were brown and our, our Dramax were like green. I, I used to hate that. I, I went to school as well at some point where it was like khaki uniform. It's yeah. like, am I going to a safari? Am I like a farm owner? Like, what is this? It was, it was weird because the colors were like, you know, out there. So whenever you walked in town with all the other kids, it's like, they will look at you like, why are you dressed? like that you know <laughs> guys they that were preparing weird. you for receiving the land you're so <laughs> ungrateful so you come out of high school i mean was there any point at school where everybody was like oh no yummy's the one who sings actually um i was in, involved in a lot of choirs and lock talent competitions and i think for the most part because of how unassuming i am in general people just thought i it was something i liked doing i remember when i was when i was 16 uh, my entire church, the youth group, they all laughed at me because I sang Emotions um, by, you know, Destiny's Child. And I was going in on the song and they all just looked at me like I was totally insane, you know. Um, so there was always this thing where Yami sings like, she sings too high and she sings like this and she's always trying to sing, you know. Yeah. And I remember when I was, when I was, um, I think I was 15, 16, when I was at a cypher and I was like, I want to sing. What? At, at, at a cypher? Yeah. That's like you know, bringing a feather to a gunfight. No, yeah. but I mean, I was I was part of that whole hip hop culture. I still I still love it, you know, till today. Mm. And they all said, the guy that I was dating at that time said to me, no, you can't sing. Shh. You know? <gasps> and I was like, hi. Wow. Where is that guy Where today? Is he? We don't know. Can we phone him? <laughs> no. We just want to check something. <laughs> we just want to see something. Now, no, it was, yeah. it was weird. <laughs> you got siblings? Yeah, I got siblings. I got um, two sisters and one brother. Are you the most talented of the lot? No, no, no. We all got our different talents. My little brother is really savvy in business. Uh-huh. And he's a producer. Um, my two sisters are singers, but not professionally. Mm. One is into, I think, events and management or something. Mm-hmm. And um, hospitality. And my other sister works in government. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, sometimes siblings can discourage or encourage you to follow your dreams. Yeah. Some will say, no, but out of jealousy. Nah, you think you can sing? Ah, you'll never. You, maybe you guys grew up watching Live Amp on some, one day I'm going to be performing on that show. And then there's always that sibling that says, ah, we're not, never. No, we, we always like um, teased each other. And I think that teasing is the one that really helped us like figure out who we were as individuals. You right, know? right. Because we all sing and it was fun. And my mom always like, yo, you guys must sing together. So every time she sees the three of us in one house, it's like, go and sing, you know, because we all sing different parts. Mm. But... Um, we've all kind of like blossomed into our own individual people and I think we're all proud of each other. Sure. All right. Ladies Amar is in the studio for Famous Fresh Fridays. Any comments you'd like to send her way, you can call us 089-110-3377. Our WhatsApp line is always open 081-577-3333. Hashtag Fresh Breakfast. When we come back, uh, I would like to, you know, somebody's asked a question. Maputi Madiha regarding bullying okay and um i think it's so important that people who are in public platforms who receive a different kind of more public bullying Mm -hmm. to maybe share how you deal because other individuals might not have those tools available or that advice so when we come back we're going to look at some of your questions that you're sending through 0815773333 or give us a call 089110337 famous fresh Fridays with King Zamar. 
Metro FM, it's where you're at. This is the Fresh Breakfast Show. Prince KB, Lady Zamar. It is called Charlotte or Charlotte if you're Charlotte. out in Pretoria. <laughs> Charlotte. Well, King Zamar joins us in studio. She has um, put together some amazing music in terms of her body of work. And she has now become a very um, interesting person because we know her from the music and now we want to get to know more. The idea that people want to know much more about you now, does it scare you? It irritates me more than anything. It doesn't scare me. Have you always been a private person? Yeah, I'm, I'm very private. I keep everything to myself, even for my parents. They find out about stuff like ages after stuff happens. I remember there was a time I registered for a course. My mom only found out like six months later. And you were doing this course? <laughs> yeah. and wow. How, well, how did you feel? Um, she was upset, but she asked me to explain why I changed courses. And I explained to her that I wanted to prove to her that I could do it. So with the previous course, I went, I made sure I got distinctions. And then I changed, swapped, um, studied. And then the only reason she found out is because I needed money. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes she was so probably sense. like, yeah. I don't have a child anymore. <laughs> <laughs> My dad was furious. He didn't talk to me for like a year. What? Because of that. Like, I was, I'm very private. That That's like really private can we actually then jump on that a big part of you know we spoke earlier about heartache and kissing boys a big part of our relationships as women and the men we choose is determined by our relationships with our fathers yeah so how would you say your relationship with dad what was that like uh, in your upbringing and how did that determine the men that have played a role in your life I mean, for the most part, my, my parents were married for like 23 years and it was, it was, I did not know that they had problems, obviously, like most kids and the parents, if they're good parents at all, they will really make sure they try to protect you from that kind of stuff. But I was always a happy kid that like kind of bounced um, between both of my parents. I was mommy's little girl mm. and daddy's little girl. And I think when my dad got like really like busy i stopped seeing him like every day he was gone before i woke up mm. and he came back when i went to sleep so i only really got to know my dad in my late teens like for two years and then he left the country and so we've we've never really had like the the closest relationship when i started maturing we were close when i was a kid and i think because of how their marriage ended and all that mm. it really affected the way i saw men i just didn't really trust guys and mm. i didn't really trust myself so i always picked relationships that were kind of doomed to fail mm. you know it was easier to be with someone that you know ah this it one with mm. time it'll fizzle out and it just won't work out mm. and it was okay like that you know well, we enjoyed that song too, and uh, I'm sure Lady Zamar also did. Do you have like a go-to song when you're low or when you need a bit of motivation? What's yeah, that song? Yeah, um, it's an entire album actually. Hmm. Um, it's called Life Music by Jonathan McReynolds. Hmm. Yeah, I literally love that. And obviously Just James by Jamos. So yeah. I mean, a couple of minutes ago, we touched <clears throat> on uh, the bullying experience. Um, yes. And I, I mean, it comes from literally everywhere. But even from a social media perspective, I would imagine that you have had uh, some experiences in that regard. Yeah, I have. Mm. So tell us about, you know, overcoming it and dealing with it, taking it head on, challenging it. I mean, how do you how do you how do you deal with it? Um, I think one of the biggest lessons I've learned um, is just not to deal with it with the fans, you know, because um, a lot of people like to vent on social media when people attack them on social media and these are people that might not even really be expressing their truest views 
you know, they're just talking because it's easy to talk on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. So they're just kind of saying these things. Um, I only take that kind of stuff seriously when someone I'm close with brings it up and says, you see what they're talking about on social media? Mm. That kind of makes sense. Um, when it comes to, I, I, I saw some question about the bullying on Twitter mm. just now, talking about my skin. Um, I also feel like a lot of, public figures don't address these issues mm. head on. Um, when I started first getting the comments about why is Lady Zama, you know, why does she have pimples mm. and why is she wearing makeup, et cetera, et cetera. I was like, look, I could choose to cower from this conversation mm. and not address it. But the truth of the matter is human beings get acne when their skin is trying to protect them from whatever elements, you know. And I addressed it and said, this is adult acne. It just came like now. Mm. I didn't have it before, but I'm not going to pretend like I don't have it because y'all going to see me on TV. Y'all going to see me in the streets. And I don't want you guys to think that I'm some perfect person that does not have issues. Mm. I got acne just like you. And there are a lot of teenagers going through that and they feel so ashamed of themselves. And acne can create some hectic self-image issues. And of course, it's some, unfortunately, for some, it creates an opportunity for those those people to come at you for no reason. Yeah, All but right. at the end of the we, day... We're going to pause that thought for now. Lady Zamar is in the studio. Hashtag Fresh Breakfast. Hashtag Famous Fresh Friday. She's our guest for today. Lady Zamar with Collide. 19 minutes past 8. Good to have you on this morning. And we get to know Lady Zamar. We get her through the music that she's put out. And uh, we are just celebrating her to this minute. Now, when we talk about music, we all know that you've had... You know, uh, early earlier hits, the likes of Mami Lodi. You probably recorded a lot of music before that. Yeah. How do you plan a music career? I mean, right now you've got two solo albums. Yeah. And, I mean, one just dropped recently. You've got yeah. hits. I mean, this song that we just played, Collide, one of the most played songs on the radio, on television. I mean, it's done wonders. Yeah. Cr- uh, you know, uh, what, what do they call it? Um, crossing um, across different spaces. It's just done absolutely amazing things. How do you plan a music career? Are you even able to? I don't think you're able to. I think the only thing you can do is set a goal for yourself and just say, by, by this and this time, this is what I want to have achieved. So let's look at your goals and where you are now. Is um, there a match? Yeah, there's a there's a perfect match. Okay, good. Um, I always tell myself like this: by by September, I want to do this. By by March, I want to do this. And when it comes to my career, I I strive and I work so hard to make sure that that's the case. Music comes almost naturally to me, but now the hard part is figuring out what to record, who to work with, mm. at what time, when to release. Um, those are the the real real hard parts. So how do you figure all of that out? I pray a lot. I really just pray a lot and I listen to my gut and my intuition. Mm, please bring me more flavor to the studio, please. <laughs> <laughs> I have this thing that I do when I want money. I'm like, money, 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 money. Oh. <laughs> you know, somebody actually asked a very pertinent question about money. So when we come back to chatting to you, I want to delve into this idea because, you know, there's there's some art, uh, artists who didn't sign such great deals and somebody's asking a question around the fact that do you feel like you're in a position where the work you're putting in is reflecting with what you are getting back? Because this industry is tough. And you, before you were Lady Zamar, King Zamar, you were a newcomer, 
just trying to get a record deal and maybe you can give some advice to some of the young vocalists and musicians out there that are trying to get into the business. Hashtag Fresh Breakfast at Fresh Breakfast. Underscore your calls on 089-110-3377. And the WhatsApp line 081-577-3333. It's a famous Fresh Friday on the Fresh Breakfast Show on Metro FM where you're at with the awesome King Zamar. Good morning to the Fresh Breakfast Show. Yo, guys, um, the lady you have this morning in the studio, trust me, is a very humble lady. First-hand experience. Um, we were once neighbors here at Pretoria North, and on her departure, she actually left us with a few things of hers. Yeah, man. Wow. Uh, shout out to the sister. This is Terrence. I just want to give a shout out to Lady Zamar. Lady Zamar, I think you're very awesome. And you once got me into trouble with my wife when I was actually watching OJR Feels Good Life sessions. And I just kept on staring at you and my wife was like, ah, hey, what big <laughs> But hey, um, I love your work and keep on doing what you're doing. Can't wait to hear your, your new album. Ah, oh, Kings are all my favorite. She's an overachiever, man, um, and she's a role model. Good morning, my 12M and team. Um, Lady Zamar, I just I love I love your backing vocals on all your tracks. This is Leonard from Oliver and Hold Boss. Keep making such good music for us. Morning Fresh Breakfast Show. This is Lucky from Rustenberg. Yo, Batun, yo, Lady Zama, Lady Zama, yo, yes, yes. Yeah, I man, you have made my weekend, man. Kimnati, man, Kikrent, Kihandred. Have a lovely day, guys. Yo, I straight. Thanks for all those voice notes coming in, showing love to King Zamar. What about your success has surprised you? I mean, you get a lot of love. That shouldn't be a surprise. <laughs> what has surprised you? Um, what about my success? The fact that I am successful. <laughs> no, man. Seriously, like, you don't expect people to love the music this much. Uh-huh. And it is such a humbling thing to have people d- just listen. Because a lot of artists don't even, they don't even get that chance to have people just listen. Mm. And I always am privileged to have the Martians stop five minutes of their day and listen to a song of mine and thank you to you guys you guys are so amazing I think you need to thank the Zamashans and beyond for going double platinum with uh, King Zamar anyone who bought the album who, anyone who contributed to a stream by default you're a Zamashan <laughs> so it's all the Zamashan even if you're it was to hate you're on you yes even if you hated on me you are a Zamashan by force by fire because if my name comes out of your mouth you're a Zamashan there, there was something that we were talking about earlier, just going back to the bullying thing. And you were saying that, you know, you try to address certain things head on that people are not happy about. And then we touched on the conversation of self-love and how certain people express themselves online. I don't know what your thoughts are about that, because I think we, we have a lot of turmoil within ourselves. Yeah. And sometimes it's reflected on Twitter. What has your experience been and maybe what do you observe? We will come back to that as soon as we're done with the headlines. Famous Fresh Fridays this morning presents South African musician, songwriter, singer, all-round awesomeness. Her name is Lady Zamar. Two solo albums in. She has a hell of a story to tell about success, but also dealing with challenges of being famous, having to let go of her privacy, um, which is something that she battled with, uh, having to deal with bullies, but also having to just bask in the glory of awards and going double platinum and 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 it just doesn't end and multi-million millions of streams 
<laughs> as well. And and that's quite relevant in the digital age we are living in. So, some people don't have space on their machines, so we stream and stream. How many millions? About 25? 25 for the album. It's 46 million. 46? Oh. Look at that. Eh? <laughs> We're going to talk about the money thing that Lemuchila alluded to um, earlier. Let's go to the phone lines. We've got Portia on the line. Portia, good morning. It is about that time as we close up the show. Famous Fresh Friday on the Fresh Breakfast Show. We're hanging out with King Zaman. Earlier on, I asked her a question around money. Um, there are a couple of artists who get entangled with their record labels, with their publishing houses. Um, do you feel like you set up the right deal for yourself or did you wait till you're in a position to have leverage to change up your deal? Because obviously when you're starting out and no one knows you, you might accept anything. No, I, I got the worst deal when I first started out. Um, it was no deal. You know, yeah. it was terrible. I literally cannot look back and say, oh, I made money from that first mm. uh, couple of those first couple of songs. Um, but what I did, I did wait for leverage. I did mm. wait for my very first song, my own solo song to actually negotiate my contract. And another thing is that um, we, we must not, as the public, be quick to support um, the notion of uh, my label is doing this, my label mm. is doing that. Because a lot of artists um, are not themselves aware, mm. not everyone, but there's quite a number, they're not aware of what the deals are. Because mm. they don't all read as much as you do. <laughs> yeah, but, no, but also, <laughs> yeah. if you're signing as an artist, you mm. need to understand your label is going to have the majority share. And that's mm. a fact. Mm. Unless you are coming in as a partner, but if you're signing on as a full-on artist, they're going to invest so much money into your brand and they need to get that return it is a business you are a product to record labels so understand your contracts understand so everyone up and coming understand what you're signing do not be hasty and just sign stuff because next thing you're gonna start blaming a label and they didn't do anything wrong but let's let's be honest in all fairness, there are some labels who yes. take advantage no, of them not lot, knowing. There are a lot of so labels that you, took advantage of yes. people that don't know. If you're not sure, I think the reality is ask someone. There might not be a lawyer, but a second eye can help. So what can we expect from the future? You got Monarch that just came out. You're on a massive press tour. Um, future. Lots of singles. I'm literally like writing songs with a lot of different artists. I am working with uh, producers from all over the, the continent. I'm really excited. I'm going to be touring outside of South Africa quite a lot. And I'm just out there trying to make sure that as women, I'm also, I've also delved into environmentalism. So I want to like get more involved in that, just really get involved and mm. make myself available to every cause that I believe in. Mm -hmm. And just on the note of your success mirroring your your bank account or your bank account mirroring your success, where are we with that? I am I'm I'm I do not want to give like any indication of anything about my bank account, but I will say that I have financial advisors, I have an accountant and I always always chase up on what I believe is mine. Wonderful stuff. And it's important because, again, you know, you work hard and you're doing what you love and it's got to, at some level or the other, pay off, yeah. you know, or at least uh, give you some sort of financial freedom. But also you, you spend money to make money, guys. Yeah. Don't yes. think you're going to make money when you don't spend money. Or, sure. or invest <clears throat> yes. time and use your human favors that you can. Yes. We've run out of so much to, we could have your social media details. Um, Facebook is at Ladies Amara. Twitter and Instagram, it's lady underscore, underscore is that line that comes right under the, the, <laughs> the sleeping one. Yeah, so it's lady underscore Zamar. 
Thank you so, so much uh, for you. hanging out with us. We're going to close out with uh, one of your songs. Well, actually, maybe the deal is for me to play it on the drive on Metro today because we absolutely oh, we don't want to cut on to, no, a ladies okay. Omar song. Oh, no, you're, you're right. But if you can tell me exactly what time, so I can tune in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't get enough uh, yeah, that girl. hearing <laughs> of my songs on radio. <laughs> at, you know what we'll do at quarter past four this afternoon. Great. Four fifteen. Make sure you're available for the drive. Your yes. album. Where can we download it? Where can we buy it? It's Give everywhere. Um, Monarch is how you say it. It's not Monarch. Monarch. People have minds. Yeah. Monarch. Monarch. <laughs> so, Monarch is available on all the stores. You can get it on iTunes. <clears throat> Title Napster, you can get it on Deezer, on Jukes, and on Spotify. Wonderful stuff. King Zamar, you are the king of the land, and we appreciate your talent, and we appreciate the fact that you've been sharing your abundance of talent with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank and you that so is much. famous Fresh Fridays. Uh, well, it's almost time to duck. Here is socials with Saul.